really Mubadala has been the main driving force for us in as far as giving giving Amna the opportunities possible. And I wish that there would be more entities coming forward and recognizing that, you know, these non-traditional sports, that there are gems and talent to be found everywhere in every sport. And you should not be limited as an athlete. You should not be limited by your geographical location. And rather, your only limitation should be with how far you can get in your sport. Fingers crossed, we will see as as more, you know, podcasts like this and more uh, media articles come out and there is more awareness of snowboarding, skiing and other sports that are the non-traditional sports in the UAE. And we hope that there will be other entities that come forward to support the young athletes for the future. This is the Metal Set. Hi, this is Dawn, an ultra cyclist and sports PR specialist. And I'm Afshan, an endurance athlete and journalist. And we're on a quest to bring you stories of tenacity, courage, and metal. From athletes in the Middle East and beyond. Hello, and welcome to part two of our chat with 15-year-old Emirati snowboarder Amna Al-Mahari and her mom, Maya. If you haven't checked out part one, you may want to pause and go back and do that now. It's a great chat with Amna about her start in sport, her and her family's approach to training, as well as wise words from Amna herself. In this part two, we're chatting through Amna's future plans, including Olympic aspirations and the wonderful support she's received through sponsors. We also chat through what more needs to be done more broadly in the sports ecosystem to ensure that all young athletes are able to live up to their full potential. We also chat through why Amna is not only aiming for the stars, but also the moon. Enjoy. Maya, you've mentioned the Mabadla Excellence Program, which is supporting Amna in her journey and representing the UAE. Can you talk us through a little bit about how she got discovered by the Mabadla Excellence Program? And also, what is it? What, what's the nature of the support that they provide? Uh, so the Mubadala Excellence Program was founded in 2021, was revamped and restarted, I guess, as, as in 2021. And it's basically catering towards athletes that need support, sponsorship support. So I heard about the program through a friend of mine. And uh, she said, look, you know, you might want to look at this for Amina. As you can imagine, it's not really a cheap sport to buy equipment and to travel and coaches mm. fees and accommodation. And, you know, it's not like doing a sport in your home city where a lot of those extra expenses are not there. Mm. So it really is a, a financial sponsorship for Amina. There is a process mm-hmm. of filling out an application form and putting her profile and who she is, what she does, and also looking at what goals and achievements she wants to set for herself. So the initial thing, mm-hmm. I guess, that we were looking at or we are looking at is the 2026 Milan Winter Olympic Games. And that obviously has sparked an interest uh, with Mubadala as we know there's no snow in the UAE. She's an, a winter athlete, so mm. uh, it, it, it's a unique situation. And uh, Mubadala has been absolutely amazing with pushing forward uh, to make Amina's dreams a reality of being able to support her and to say, okay, perfect. You know, we see this child that has some, you know, that has some potential and has a talent and 
you know, as a Mubadala team, they want to support that. And now we're in the second year of the Mubadala Excellence Program as well. They do provide a lot of assistance for a lot of other athletes. They have a lot of female athletes also Mm -hmm. in their portfolio, but they also provide a lot of help for para-sport athletes as well. So through a range of different sports. Snowboarding, I guess, being one of the most unusual ones for them, potentially, but an array of sports that they support athletes in. We're, We're very, very fortunate and very, very lucky to have their support, definitely. I just wanted to understand how the program works. So is it an annual renewal for Amina or are they going like, okay, so she's on her road to the Olympics. We will give you our undivided support until then. Uh, So initially it was an annual sponsorship that was for the last, uh, last year. And as we are now in the renewal process for Amina for the upcoming term, Uh, Mubadala has actually recognized that she does need longer term support, as they have obviously seen from what she's been doing over the last 12 months. So Amina has KPIs that she has to meet uh, throughout the course of the sponsorship program. And as she meets those KPIs, then obviously that is submitted to the Mubadala Review Committee with final coaches reports and so forth. It's uh, really heartening to see the support programs in place because like you said, for an athlete to progress and especially when talent is recognized at such a young age and for allowing them to kind of reach that level where they can represent their country, it is very important to have such support mechanisms in place. Are there any other private or governmental sponsorships that are helping in this in her path? to the Olympics or in all the other international competitions that she's aiming to go to? Um, So, yeah, that's a little bit tricky because the sport is so new here and it's still very much an unknown entity. It has been really challenging to get support from other entities. Ski Dubai, for example, has has been sponsoring Amina for a period of five years now. I think this is the fifth year, if I uh, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. That is more a sponsorship program whereby she gets an access into Ski Dubai to ride the slope and to practice on. So it's not a it's not a monetary support and we're very thankful that she can go into the dome into Ski Dubai at any time and you know practice and learn and progress and take the skills that she has taught in that she was learnt in Europe or in Australia and be able to practice those on the inside when there is no snow or where she, when she doesn't have the opportunity to travel but really Mubadala has been the main driving force for us in as far as giving giving Amina the opportunities possible and i wish that there would be more entities coming forward and recognizing that, you know, these non-traditional sports, that there are gems and talent to be found everywhere in every sport. And you should not be limited as an athlete. You should not be limited by your geographical location. And rather, your only limitation should be with how far you can get in your sport. Fingers crossed, we will see as as more, you know, podcasts like this and more uh, media articles come out and there is more awareness of snowboarding, skiing, and other sports that are the non-traditional sports in the UAE, 
and we hope that there will be other entities that come forward to support the young athletes for the future. I mean, you can tell, right? There are no restrictions. In desert countries, there's going to be the winter games and like really there needs to be investment in absolutely all sports across the board because we're seeing young talent like Amina pick up those unconventional sports even in desert countries like the UAE or Saudi for example so Definitely. yeah uh, hopefully programs such as the mubadla excellence program will kind of mushroom through other entities as well uh, Afshan, just to let you know as well, uh, Mubadala has yes. actually reached out to yes. the UAE Winter Sports Federation to ask if there are other athletes. Right. That, so they are obviously yes, you are. Looking, <laughs> at, yeah, looking at expanding the program to include other winter sport athletes, which is absolutely amazing. Oh, that's amazing. So mm-hmm. um, now you've got your sights set on the 2026 Winter Olympics. And you're firmly set on getting there. What does it take, though, to get there? So what are the steps in place? Currently, there is a, there's a lot of steps. And I might miss some, so I'm going to need my mom's help to <laughs> Please. help me with answering that question. But from my knowledge, I'm going to go to Austria in a few mm-hmm. weeks. I'm going to be training and catching competitions of a higher level. here and there and add up points then we're going to head to korea for the junior for the youth olympics right and we're going to compete in the youth olympics and then for the rest of next year we're going to keep doing higher competitions getting the points getting my name up there and hopefully qualifying for the olympics 2026 which is definitely in our radar once we qualify we still have to get more points and then we're headed to the olympics but there's a lot of training there's a lot of competitions Mm -hmm. involved to get lots of points to get up to the olympic but hopefully we get there well you have the mindset for it uh maya do you want to add what role you have to play in this entire (laughs) journey of hers yes so as amina touched on she basically needs to reach a certain uh, level of competitions in order to qualify for the 2026 or any Winter Olympic Games. So this season, we are focusing on B-level competitions in order to get enough points to be able to compete at an A-level competition. So the B-level competitions, for example, are uh, things like Europa Cups uh, and Europa Cup premium level competitions. So they're um, higher level than what she was doing last year. And with those competitions, she collects points, if you like, for attendance. And the point system is a little bit complicated. Uh, it's not based on podiums and so yeah. forth, but it's it's a little bit of a different calculation method that I don't think I fully understand totally yet, but we're getting there. Um, and then <laughs> in order for her to next season be hopefully competing at A-level competitions, so your World Cup level competitions, in order to be able to, again, have the qualification required to meet the 2026 Milan Winter Olympics. Amazing. I mean, I think uh, there's no dearth of determination (laughs) here. So uh, good luck. 
you are definitely going to make it there i can i can foresee it <laughs> i'm telling you this but it was wonderful having you both on the show today i don't remember what i was doing at the age that you're at at 15 but i know i didn't have a clear path for my future which is why i'm so hopeful that the winter olympics is going to be in your bag but what i did get from this conversation and i'm pretty sure don would agree if she were on the call still is that there's no no dearth of grit here and i would think that it's innate because you're so young for me it was like i grew up with no sports so grit and any determination that came to me through sport has come at a very later age in life and i learned it but what would you say amna would you say that you've you're born with it or you're still developing it oh it's definitely built it is something that takes practice and repetition and just keep it going it is definitely not something i was born with because i definitely wasn't this i didn't have this mindset when i was younger or when i started competing and thanks to the dream team and obviously my work that i put in i am slowly getting to the mindset where i'd like to be and where it is a good mindset to get to where i want to be So it is definitely not something that I was born with it is something that I learned and I am still continuously learning because there is always something to learn there's never you never stop the learning and I am still learning currently I will tell uh, Maya, you though what you what she was Yeah what she was born with was certainly a lot of determination because even as a toddler she was a determined little toddler So definitely some aspects of her personality have certainly given her the the grit that she needs, you know, to to be this sort of adrenaline junkie athlete if you like. So that that is definitely something that has always been with her from the time that, you know, she learned to walk. It was a, you know, it was a persistent little it was a persistent little toddler that was, you know, that was around the house and she knew what she wanted and she knew she may not know how to get it but she would you know damn well try her best to you know go out and get what she wants so <laughs> that that is something that is definitely needed for an athlete in as far as perseverance and so forth but it's just amazing to see you know from those little first few little baby steps that she took to see where those legs have taken her this far in her life and it's certainly very exciting to see where those legs will take her in the future It's uh, definitely wonderful to see. And before we leave you two <laughs> to get on with your evening, <laughs> is there anything else that you would like to share about yourself, your sport with us or with our listeners? I'd say the, the only one big other thing that we haven't discussed is we're not discussed, but I like like I've told you, I'd like to separate my home time to my snowboarding time or my athlete yeah. time so i have different schedules with that comes my different i like to say my different avatars so i just kind of switch into the different people so for example in dubai i'm amna i am a normal athlete i go to the gym i train but i'm still just a normal kid when we go to the mountain i switch to another person and i become moon which is the a nickname i well i've just kind of got into so 
Did someone give it to you or how did you get the nickname? So my nickname, for my name, my nickname tends to be Amun. And I just started telling people my name is Amun just because it's easier for them to say than Amna. And then slowly last last season, my coach is like, yeah, it's like you're saying Amun. And then I was like, oh, yeah, wait. And then I just kind of started thinking, and I'm like, you know what? No, I'll just stick with Moon. It's easier to remember. It's a catchy thing. You can. It's just something that's unique. Moon, right? Like telling people, you can just call me Moon. Like that's just my personality. I'd say when I'm snowboarding, and I told, for example, Simon, my mindset coach, and we started like really like thinking, oh my god, you can make this into like a whole big thing. Like this could be something that's your thing going mm-hmm. into moon style so for example every time i do something amazing he'll send me a mes- message and be like you're clicking into your moon or you're flying to the moon like we incorporate it and i think that also adds up to my mindset because it definitely gives me confidence because i'm like i'm mm-hmm. now i'm in my moon i'm in my moon era mm-hmm. i need to get this because i'm moon like it's just another thing that i always do so Moon is your superhero name and snowboarding is your superpower. Yes, you can say it that way. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And on that very, very high note, thank you so much for joining us. We really enjoyed this conversation and we'll be following your journey closely to the Olympics. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. Thank you for having us. It's been so wonderful to meet you. Thank all. you so much. Thank you so much for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you did, we ask that you please share it with family, teammates, friends, and even frenemies, or share via social media. Please also leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. Five stars only. And visit us on themetalset.com for more stories and resources. Thanks again for listening. Your support means the world to us. This is The Metal Set.